still lingering in the air. Valentine's Day was this past Tuesday. That's exactly three days ago. And today is Friday. Yes, I know it's a late Valentine's episode. However, it is never too late to celebrate love. Today I have here with me my good friend, a good friend of this podcast, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> you did so amazing in the last episode. And the fans were like, we want Kevin. We want Kevin. So I had to bring you back. <laughs> Thank you for coming back, Kevin. And how are you? Well, it's a pleasure to be back. Uh, did the fans really say that? Yes, they were like, we want Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have my, my good friend, my good friend. Um, and she was like, who who's this guy, Kevin, speaking? I'm like, Kevin, I met him at the radio. He's an undergrad. He's like, oh, he has a beautiful voice. You oh. should come back. Oh. I was like, no problem. Well, thank you to your friend. Uh <laughs> Appreciate it. I was like, here is Kevin again with his sexy voice. <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, I appreciate the compliment. Um, my Valentine's Day was pretty calm. Um, I got my friends and my grandmother some flowers. Ooh. Roses, especially. You know, roses, a girl's, yeah. be- a girl's best friend. So, um, I was like, yeah, I think they're gonna like it. So, I'm I'm not a really big fan of roses. That's uh, well, I mean, not. I think I like lilies. That's not bad. <laughs> I mean, some girls like sunflowers. Some girls yeah. like you know other rose daisies and stuff. Ooh, I like daisies too. Um, you know, roses aren't aren't the only flowers that a girl loves, but mainly girls go for roses. Like you're right. All the time. Thank you, Kevin. So, my Valentine's Day wasn't that bad, you know? I get to spend it with my son. There you go. That's I mean, if if you're <laughs> if you did spend your Valentine's Day alone, well, you wasn't really alone because I spent mine by myself, and that's fine, too. You know, as long as you get to see the day and you get to see the ones you love, your exactly. family, and that's that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so, as you know, we always bring a... And a poet to the show it could be um, African American poet, it could be an immigrant, um, but we always tie this sh- um, show back to a poet. So today's uh, poet is none the other than the other um, famous Maya Angelou. Um, we are going to dive into her definition of love and how we can relate to it. But before we get into her work, let's get to know her a little bit more. Um, so I have here um, a little bit of her biography. Kevin, could you please go and read that paragraph for me, please? Would love to. I know a lot about Maya Angelou, very famous poet. Uh, okay, so Maya Angelou was born. I don't know if I'm. I might. I might botch this. Mm-hmm. Um, Margaret Johnson in St. Louis. Yeah, you got it right. Okay. Um, okay, St. Louis, Missouri, on April fourth, nineteen twenty-eight. She grew up in St. Louis and Stamps, Arkansas. She was an author, poet, historian, songwriter, playwright, dancer, stage and screen producer, director, performer, singer, and civil rights activist. She did a lot of things. Yes. She was <laughs> best known for her book, I Know Why, The Caged Bird Sings. I've, I've heard of that book before. Yeah, it's um, a wonderful book. She passed away on May 28, 2014, at the age of 86. And if you want more reading on Maya Angelou, you can visit poets.org for more reading. 
on Maya. Before I read uh, Maya's work, uh, let me just say this. Um, it is not a poem, but what I'm about to read is part of a video clip mm -hmm. um, that I found on the uh, from the Oprah Winfrey Network. Even though it's not a poem, but whenever I listen to it, it sounds poetic. Mm -hmm. Some people can argue that it's a poem, but it's a whole other topic to get into. Yeah. So I bought this part of the video to you guys because I found myself wondering about these questions, right? What does it mean? What does it mean to love? What does love mean? And um, how how we can spread the love? Let's start by reading the great African-American poet Maya Angelou. And let's hear what she has to say about love. She said, Love liberates. I am grateful to have been loved and to be loved now and to be able to love because that liberates. Love liberates. It doesn't just hold. That's ego. Love liberates. It doesn't bind. Love says, I love you. I love you if you're in China. I love you if you're across town. I love you if you're in Harlem. I love you. I would like to be near you. I'd like to have you in my arms. I'd like to hear your voice in my ear. But that's not possible now. So I love you. Go. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> what, can, what, what do you get from that? Uh, well, love is something that, you know... I mean, when, when she said that, uh, you know, being near somebody and stuff, love is definitely a long-distance thing, or it can be a long-distance thing. Be. You know, if I've, I, I've known people who've been in long-distance relationships, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I just asked them, like, how do y'all do it? And they'd be like, we just love each other that much that we're able to, you know, love from that far. Like, we're talking about state to state, you know. Yeah. You could... Of, like you could live in New York and they live in Florida or Georgia or something, you know, or Texas or California. Yeah, that's the you know long distance. Love, love, love travels far. It does travel far, but for me, um, I have experienced uh, love on the long distance, but it's with my parents. Oh. So because my, I was um, back home. My father was here in the United States. And I was in Haiti. So we would always communicate. For me, that's love on long distance. Even mm -hmm. though I, I knew um, he couldn't be near me, but I knew that he still loved me. Right? But also, this also goes back to my parents. I wanted to go away to college. Right? right? And I was not able to because they didn't want me to go. So when Ma Maya Angelou says, love liberates, mm -hmm. right? I love you, so I let you go. So when I read these, wh what I get from it is that um, I kind of hold my parents back a little bit. I kind of have a grudge against them because they didn't me let me go oh, wow. to go away to college. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm like, why didn't they just they just like, okay, we're gonna let you go away to college? Like they they didn't accept your decision. No, why? I I would love for them to be a little bit more trustworthy, but if 
if they had let me go away to college, I would have never gone to FCC and meet the people that I meet and have a wonderful education. And that's where I c- can connect with you on that as well. Um, well, I never wanted I never wanted to go away for college. Mm-hmm. It was a thought in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. I originally wanted to go to um, Syracuse, mm-hmm. and and then I changed my mind about. It. I was like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna get like really homesick. Yeah. And I was like, you know, New York City is, is you know, it's all I know. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, I've been other places, but like this is like my home. So it was like, and it always will be. So I just leaving for a very long extended period of time will take its toll on me. Mm. You know, I'm so, and I'm a mama's boy, so I'm yeah. always with my mom. You were a mama's boy and I'm a daddy's girl. See, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like with my mom 24-7. So it would it would hurt her a lot if I was just, you know, go, go. go away like that. I was like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't doing that. Well, my parents are from the Caribbean and they're very conservative. And I had a cousin who had went away to college, yeah. right? And she got pregnant on her. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, while she was there. <laughs> oh, okay. And my mom was like, well, your cousin, she got pregnant. You're not going away to college because we don't want you to get pregnant and bring no children back to the house. So I kind of still want to have that experience of living on campus. How does it feel? Don't you ever wonder that? Like, how. How would it be like if you just on campus, living on campus? Like, like let's say you were at one of those um, colleges upstate. Yeah. And then you you get to be on campus, and then you leave on campus. How I would ever imagine what it would be like? Yeah, I mean the experience would be very different for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're not. Let's think about it now. We're in college, mm-hmm. but it feels like we're in high school because we're still commuting to school. Yes. I've always thought about that. You know, I remember my first time stepping into St. Francis, not this building, but the old building, mm-hmm. my freshman year. It felt like I was going to high school again. But then once I went through those doors and I went through security scanning and all that, or like not scan my ID card, I was like, okay, this is a whole different experience. This, this is a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. Okay. It felt different. I was like, okay, this is reality now. <laughs> so, uh, but the full college experience is going away from where you live currently. And, you know, you're on your own. That's the college experience. You're on your, yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm on my own here. I mean, in terms of, like, schoolwork and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, talking to professors and doing my work. You know, when I go home, I do I do my homework majority by myself. Um, Sometimes I ask my mom for help still. So. That's but, okay. Yes, yeah, I, I I see no issue with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, cause some people be like, "You still ask your mom?" I can't. I'm like, "Why not?" I'm like, first of all, y'all need to put your pride aside, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> half of y'all still live with your parents. <laughs> exactly, and that's the kind of love I'm talking about. Even though you don't celebrate Valentine's Day with a lover, but you have your mother. Exactly. That's love. Right. And I'm sorry, go back to what you were saying. Nah, but like, yeah, I'm like, half y'all still live with your parents, your mother. So like, you know, some of y'all still haven't gotten on your feet yet. True. You know, me, I'm still getting myself together. I'm not on my feet yet. How could you be on your feet in college? You can't be. Come some, on. And like some people expect, some people just <laughs> magically have it all figured out. 
And I'm like, that's good for you. Some people magically have it all figured out because they have parental support, right? Yeah. They have financial parental. But if you're poor like me from a poor neighborhood, you're not going to have that financial support from your parents, you know? Yeah. So you can't really be on your, I can't be on my feet. Yeah. I mean, what I mean, like, I don't work. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm, a, I'm spoiled. So, like, I get a lot of things that I ask for and I'm still like that. Um, but I know that, you know, th- those days are winding down True. and I know that. So like, I'm not mad about it. You know, I've enjoyed and cherished every moment of it. True. I mean, my mom is still going to buy me stuff, but like, you know, I'm, I, I do want to get my own money as well. <laughs> for sure. Like it, yeah. it'll be, it'll be even better because I can still get the things I want and ask her for the things I want. You know, I'll be like, Hey, can I get this? She's like, I thought you have, you don't have money. I was like, I spent money on something else I wanted, but I also want this. Look at it. That's the purest. <laughs> That's the pure kind of love. That's that motherly love you have right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I feel like my son is gonna turn out just like you, Kevin. Like I'm gonna spoil him and give him everything go. he needs. <laughs> spoil him. Go. For, go for it. I feel like black men in America needs to be spoiled. Period. So I'm gonna spoil my of son. Of course. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause like a lot of people just go with the narrative, like, yo, Kevin, you got money. I was like. <laughs> and so what? I was like, I don't work. <laughs> First <laughs> of all, so I don't know where the, the money is to come from me. I don't have any income, so like. But that's fine because you're still in college and you're still trying to um, figure things out. Exactly. But as we were saying, when I'm I'm done with my undergrads, mm-hmm. right? And part of it, one thing that I re- regret is that I didn't have um, that on-campus experience. Right. Like, um, I'm from Brooklyn, and my school is in Brooklyn, so I took the train every day to come to school. Yeah. And when you said that um, you felt like you were still in high school when yeah, you walked did. into the building, that's the same. I felt the same way. Right. I felt like I was still in uh, high school because I was still doing that um, same routine that I did as a high school student. Right. And I want also want to say... You know, when you're away, mm-hmm. you're, you're practically living on campus. Here, you're not really living on campus. You're True. just coming and going. Go to come and go to your it's, classes. It's like a high school routine, pretty much still. But, um, I mean, it's went away now. Mm-hmm. But at first, that's what I thought. When you f- you're still in that mindset when you first start. Yeah. But as you go along and the semester starts unfolding. Mm-hmm. Um, you do get realize, oh shoot, I'm in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. Versus when you're on campus, you're like, oh, you right away, you know that, oh, this is college. Right. But d- should that define, you know, um, should we let that define the um, college experience that we have? Should it should it be any less different or any less valuable? I mean, you could still make it as valuable as it is when you go away. Yeah, I feel like you could still make it seem like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm part of two clubs here. Yeah. Um, I mean that helped my college experience a lot. You know, at first, you know, I was just here. I was just coming and going. Mm-hmm. I come in for class, and I go right back home. Now, oh, okay. now since you know, since we came into the, this, this new building, I've been here like eight o'clock at night with Brandon. <laughs> 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 
He knows. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, Antonio as well sometimes. We're here late, like, almost every day now. It feels like, you know, it feels like a real college experience. You know, because yeah, kids, kids, you know, at other institutes, they'd be in the libraries or the study halls for hours doing assignments and stuff or studying for a very important test mm-hmm. or midterm. Um, yeah, but you can still make the best of it, honestly. Yeah, college is what you make of it. Exactly. And um, taking advantage of those resources that they have available to you. Mm-hmm. That what it's, That's what... Um, it should be about right yeah and since we are talking about love and love on valentine's day love for college right you have to have that love of learning right to want um to pursue your education and to want to it doesn't matter to want to stay in school but let's go back to love in its purest form right Obviously, you you said that um, you and your mom have a great relationship. Relationship. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, do you think that's love in its purest form, or have you ever experienced love in its purest form, romantically, family-wise? You know, there's different types of love. Um, romantically, um, I have, but that was such a long time ago. Oh, puppy love. I call it puppy love. Yeah, it was. I was a. I was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was in middle school, but I mean, I'm not, I wasn't, you know, a teenager. I was like a minor still. Okay. So, um, but. But should, 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 should it count, even though it were a minor? It, it counts. It, it counts. It, it counts for me. Because that was like my only real relationship. Oh. So, uh, I mean, I never really had any other relationships after that. So that was like my only one. So ever since then, I've been, you know, single, solo. So uh <laughs> taking your time, there is nothing wrong with that. No, nah, it's not. Um especially now especially nowadays I would like to say single cuz hmm, mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's scary. <laughs> it's just Yeah, but love shouldn't be scary. It's not I'm not scared of it. It's just I just see what happens to others and I'm just like I I'm just yeah. I'm just glad I'm not in those situations, because I I really be feeling sorry for those who get cheated on or who get or whoever gets or whoever gets done dirty, you know you know just looks like a or you know or that person makes them look, look, you know look like a total total embarrassment. I think it's, love, love is more than that, right? Like Maya said, right? Um, love doesn't hurt. Love doesn't hold. That's ego. Right? Some people confuse love with ego. Mm. Right? Some people put themselves first. Right. Right. Before love is putting somebody else before your needs. Seeing that person. um, Wanting to see that person do well. That's love. Collaborating with someone. That's love. But what people call puppy love, uh, when you see, you said it matters to you, I do think it's matter because at that time you're so innocent, right? And all you want to do is love that person because they matter so much to you in that moment and that's all you want to do. I think it should count as pure love. I don't think people should call it puppy love. Well, would you 
mentioned puppy love. I just thought like that meant like we were like like we like younger love or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's you know when you're in middle school, you're in high school, you have your little boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah. and <laughs> and you're holding hands and you know talking to each other, um, kissing in the hallway. Oh. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, hallway. Manager. I remember seeing that in high school. Just oh my couples goodness! Every day kissing Everywhere. I was. It wasn't like a ill, but just like y'all don't gotta do it in front of like, like class, like intermission. You know, like people transition from one class to another. You don't gotta do it then. Do it, do it later. That's all. Have you ever seen camels and their tongues out? And you're like, well, they put their tongue out. Oh, that's why. <laughs> oh yeah. And they're on the hallway, you know, doing all types of stuff. Yeah, they do all that. Um. That's popular. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I now now I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the kind of early puppy love. But when you get into the real type of love, mm-hmm. and you really start to get to know somebody, or we won't even get into marriage. That's a whole another type of yeah, love. Yeah, we're not even talking about marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole another thing. But when you get um into that that type of love, you really get to know someone. Oh yeah. Uh, and they annoy you every day. Yeah. That's the love right there. I call that deep, uh, deep cuts. Deep cuts. Say more about that. So deep cuts. It's pretty much like going past, you know, the 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 ordinary stage of knowing someone. Mm. Like you really get to know who they really, really are. Um, where I got deep cuts from the saying was uh, on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. They had these playlists for artists. And it's called Deep Cuts. Mm-hmm. So those songs on those playlists are songs that not a lot of people know about. Mm-hmm. But they're like hidden gems. Mm. You know, they're like songs that are really good. But no one gives, no one really gives those songs enough credit. You know, because everybody listens to the more, you know, popular mainstream songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm going I'm to use an example now. So Drake, we know he has mm-hmm. hits on top of hits. Um, but he has a really good song called Over My Dead Body. Mm-hmm. Um, is off. Take care. His mm-hmm. al- his um one of his probably his best album to me still, to yeah. to this day. Um, that song is to me that's like a deep cut song, cause like it's such a good song, mm-hmm. and he really just he just talks on that st- on that song, you know. So that's that's um love on another level. Yeah, that's the puppy dog stage. So since we're talking about love, how about love within our family? That's a sensitive topic. <laughs> well, no, that's no. It's a sensitive but very important topic because there's a lot of families that aren't as together as others are. Mm. You know, some people aren't as strong as with as with their dads mm. as they are with the mothers. You know, some don't even have fathers. Their fathers all mothers left yeah. or, or mothers. You know, some you know left the family. You know, just walked out or you know passed on. But you can make and create your own family, right? Well, you mean like, me, me, or like? No, for for um, I mean, y- you said that some people, uh, um, their family might walk out of on them, and they don't really have that love. But they can along the way, they can find people who become their own family, and then they de- develop that kind of family love. Oh yeah, you could do that. I mean, there's of course, um, I completely agree. But I'm just saying, like, with the regular, you know, the regular mm-hmm. basis of a family, mm-hmm. you know, there's some people who don't have that regular foundation. 
but um of course if you if you don't have that foundation make sure that ne- the next generation has it you know your kids True. has have that um foundation they have a loving mother and father who are completely in their lives a loving guardian right so in my case i'm lucky enough to have two Mm-hmm. You know, my father isn't always with me, but he's with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, he's present. Yeah, he's very present. So you know, he's in the military and stuff, but he's very present. Okay, he's not like gone or like he don't text mm-hmm. me. He calls me, texts me very often. So yeah, um, that's that's kind of love. So um, you know, he has two kids. He has me and my older sister. So you know, he's rep- he's been very present in both our lives for since we was born. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my sister has her own family now, too, but, you know. Yeah. I am I know for me, love and my family. I'm from the Caribbean. I said that already. I keep seeing it because I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, the way we family love, the way we express it, it we don't, we're not very verbal. We don't say I love you all the time. Yeah. Like, my mom would cook me a good meal, and then that's her saying I love you or saying thank you. It's not always a verbalized, but I'm hoping I can, when you say we have to teach our um, the next generation differently, I'm hoping things can be different with my son. And the way I, I talk to him, I always tell him I love him. And the other day, I bought him a camera, a toy camera. Oh, nice. And he was like, mommy, 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 come here. And he just started taking picture of me, <laughs> pictures <laughs> of me on that toy camera. And I was just like, ooh, and just like posing and making all this posing. I had so much fun, fun with him. But that's cute. That's pure love to me. Absolutely. That's pure love, right? I got to say, Kevin, love is everywhere. Whenever I'm going through something, I always find love in nature. I find love in family. I find love with a partner. I find love in my son's eyes. I find it everywhere. And um, it's always going to be there for us whenever we need it. How can you relate to Maya's and Julie's words? Hmm. Uh, For me, it's hard because, I mean, I have majority of my family is in New York City, mm-hmm. but I have but mainly my mom's side is from South Carolina, so they're mm. different. So I got I got I got the South I got Southern roots in my family. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, like the the whole foundation of our family is from that's as South. From, from a small town, South Carolina. Um, my dad's side, my grandfather's from Grenada, so mm-hmm. Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't really <laughs> express it that much, but uh, I have it. Um, but We're all from Africa. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know my origin, so I'm not, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how I can relate to her words. Any specific line that stuck out to you? Any words she said? Actually, I found a line. Okay. Um, is I love you if you're in China. Wow. Yeah. That's so specific that she chose China. Yeah, exactly. it really is. I mean, like I said, I mean, that just goes back to what I was mentioning earlier about how far love can go. Mm-hmm. You know, love can go from, you know, the Big Apple to the Great Wall of China, you know. So, mm. I mean. It doesn't have any limits. No, it doesn't. It could go on. It's, it's infinity. Infinity. Yeah. You know. I love you. 
I would like you to be near me or I would like to be near you. I'd like to have your arms around me. I like to hear your voice in my ear, but not that's that possible now. So I love you. Go. I think that line too. Um, I like to have your arms around me. Mm. You know, just being. I think just being in it, like just being in the clutches of the person you love is it. It hits, it hits home. And you talk about your dad. Yeah. Um, being in the military, have you ever had those moments where you just want to hold him in your arm, like hug him, and you can't? Well, yeah, when I was younger. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I'm an adult now. I don't need him. <laughs> nah, it's not like that. <laughs> um, no, I'm very nonchalant as he is. So, uh, oh, gotcha. I, I picked up his characteristics a lot. So, I mean, I mean, I love hugs. You know, I'm a big hugger. But uh, the whole like emotional miss, like missing somebody, is like it's not really there. Gotcha. I'll miss you, but I won't really show it. You know, I got you. So, uh, well, that's not healthy, Kevin. Sorry, is it? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest about it. You it's know, okay. I mean, I do say I miss you. Thank you for your honesty. Yeah, I mean, I'd be like, hey, I missed you, you know, but like, I don't be like, yeah, losing my mind, like, holy, you know, like a lovey dovey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I try. It's not easy for me. I mean, I know, like, I mean, especially in this generation, a lot of girls. Want mm-hmm. guys to be lovey dovey. I try my best, okay? It's not it's not easy. Female community understands. It's not easy. I just I don't know what it is. It's just <laughs> it's, it's not even because like someone's telling me not to do it. It's it's really just like I don't really know how to exp- express it in my best way. So you're not into all the Valentine's Day's fluff? Like the flowers, the teddy bears, the chocolate. No, I like I like it. Okay. I mean I, I love buying you know those valentines yeah i i I find joy in doing it because you know i just know the appreciation the reaction is all worth it you know Mm -hmm. knowing that they're gonna you know that you're gifting them something you know but it doesn't always have to be valentine's it could be occasion Mm -hmm. you know dates and stuff or just outings you know surprise them you know in other words you don't. It doesn't have to be Valentine's Day for you to express your love. No, it doesn't. I think I feel like a lot of people wait until Valentine's Day to really do that. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. When you we should be doing it on other days. True. So, including that, per, you know, especially for a guy, you should do on on you know that girl's birthday, especially if she's your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, not I for like how not you not, that up. not a random girl, your girlfriend. If it's your girlfriend. You know, Valentine's Day, you could go all out. True. But other days, you should also, you know, just insert, you know, flowers and, and you know. Celebrate her every yeah. day, not on Valentine's Day. Right. Only. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we talk about all the Valentine's Days fluff enough. I didn't receive any of it, but I hope next year, if you're out there, my future lover, I get plenty of it. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right Uh oh. <laughs> um, yeah i know he's out there he's just hiding from me right now but yeah, i'm gonna find I, him i say the same thing about you know for <laughs> future uh loving female you know? yeah she's uh, out there she's yeah. taking her time and doing her own thing she'll yeah. come um so before i bring this episode to a closing i'm going to leave you with um with these words um if you're going to some tough 
times right now, I hope you can stay in the spirit of love. No matter what life throws at you, with love, you can make it to the other side. Love conquers all. Love will, will always win. I had a wonderful time talking about poetry and love with you and always. Kevin. Yep. Um, this has been Poetry Talk Podcast brought to you by FCC Radio. And I'm the Mute Poet. Bye for now.